Hello, beloved family, and welcome to A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we love to give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. We try to give you something that maybe you haven't heard in church, or maybe you never will in church, but it must be heard. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for the air that we are breathing today. Thank you for the mercy, the favor, the forgiveness, the love that you gave us for us to wake up today, to see another day. They call it your grace. But it's more than that. Mercy is mercy, love, forgiveness, long-suffering, tenderness, It's just your awesomeness. And I just want to thank you, Father. And I lay this message down at your feet as I lay myself and every listener. Let it not be my agenda, but yours, Father. Anything that I have wrong, please let me know. And whenever you're finished, I want to be finished. I pray for each listener to be Baruch, to be blessed, and that they do their study and know, pray about everything I say, that they seek your wisdom on everything I say, everything anyone else says, says, because we have a great teacher inside of us, and that is your set-apart, righteous spirit that dwells in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yah. Have your way. In the name above all names, which is Yah, Yasha, which means Yahusha, who is the only begotten son of Yahuwah. He who called by most Jesus and you are called by most the Lord or God or some Jehovah, ah, some Yahweh. Yes. All right, beloved family. Let's get here. Now, you know, we, the message, uh, we talked about Kenites. And I kind of mentioned Edomites. So I want to ask you, Edomites, is it important for us to know who they are? Is it something that we really should know or is just like, uh, doesn't make any difference? Because the Bible Scripture purposely does not identify the Edomites. Have you noticed that? But they will identify every other race of people that is, and that is because Edomites were in Rome, Spain, etc., Europe. And some were scribes, popes, and bishops, the ones editing the scriptures taking out books that would identify them and that would clearly identify Yah's people and Satan's children. Now, we, we remember the Kenites, who are they? They are the sons of descendants, descendants of Cain, sons of Cain. Edomites, descendants of Esau. Now, you remember Esau. Esau was in the womb of Rebekah with Jacob, and Yah loved one 
loved Jacob and hated Esau because he knew his spirit, he knew his nature. Now the Kenites and the Edomites have been in bed with each other, so to speak, for some time now. And the last message I taught who the Kenites were, you can also you can also refer to uh, two manner of people podcast message. I think that would be helpful as well. The Kenites and the Edomites both have one thing in common, and that is they hate our father Yah. And our Savior, Yahusha, whom you call Jesus. And they hate the true chosen people, the descendants of Yaakov, of Jacob, and the tribe of Yahuda, Judah, that were brought back to Egypt on ships, as Deuteronomy 28 states. When they say Egypt, they were prophesying America. You read Deuteronomy 28. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out this out. Who they were talking about. Because, and they go back to Egypt. They never went back to Egypt. America is looked at as the today's Egypt. Rome is looked at today's Babylon. I said, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out, who they're really talking about. And anybody that can read with a little sense can do that. But they can also blind themselves to the fact if they choose to, when it is written plain as day in the scripture. So many people I say that, I said, you know, do you have you read Deuteronomy 28? I think the first 14 verses are about if Yah is saying, well, if you obey me, all these blessings will come upon you, all these blessings. But I th- from 15 on to, what is it, 69 or whatever, to end the chapter, he's talking about all the curses you will, will come upon you, you will bring upon you when you disobey me. I challenge you all to read that. And tell me that you come up with the people, the same people that are in Palestine that they have chosen to call Israel now if you if it's the same people I challenge you food for thought something more to think about that's what we're doing that's what we're here for right okay here's something else is it the star of David or the star of Remphan They who is Remphan. Remphan is a pagan deity, a pagan god, like they worship Moloch and Remphan. Here, I, I this is what I found uh, when I was doing my reset search. The Jewish community of Pragu was the first to use the Star of David as its official symbol. And from the 17th century on, the six-pointed star became the official seal of many Jewish communities and a general sign of Judaism, though it has no biblical or Talmudic authority. Not in the Bible, not for the Bible, nor the Talmud. Talmud, is it how Talmudic? <laughs> it is actually the sign of the beast, 
Did you know the six-pointed star? Something to be thinking about. Something to think about. The sign of the beast. I know everybody said the chip in the hand. The sign of the beast. And, and it is also one of the most wicked symbols that witches and Satanists use for sexual and human sacrifices. And also, they use it for curses and casting spells. Now, that six-pointed star that's supposed to be the emblem of the chosen people of Yah. The chosen people of the Almighty. Something for you to think about. Let's read some scripture. I want to read... Uh, different version, Amos 5.26, but I'm going to read about three or four different versions. Amos 5.26, King James. But ye have borne the tabernacle of your Molech, and tune your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves. You'll see that they call this God different names. It's the same one, but different languages, you know, so different names. Amos 5.26, East English Standard Version. You shall take up Sikuth, your king, and Kiyun, your star god, your images that you made for yourselves. Are you listening? Amos 5.26, New Living Translation. No, you serve your pagan gods. Sakuth, your king, god, and Kaiwan, your star god, the images you made for yourselves. Like I said, they're different names, but remember, different names in different languages. It's, it's the same one. You know, just like they say, Yesu, Yaso, Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, Yahusha. Okay. Now, um, one more of this Amos in the 526 in the Orthodox Jewish Bible but ye have borne the shrine of your Moloch and the pedestal of your how do you say Zelam, uh, Zelami your God your star G dash D G D which ye made for yourselves Let's go on and read Acts 7, 42 to 43 in the ESV. But, Aluyaam Yah, Bible says, But God turned away and gave them over to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring to me slain beasts and sacrifices during the 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? House of Yasharal, written House of Israel. You took up the tent of Moloch and the star of your god, Remphan, the images that you made to worship. And I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. Hmm. In the book of the prophets, huh? I mean, you, you, you hear it right here. You, you, you heard it yourself. You can read it yourself. I gave you the scripture. <laughs> your star God, the, and the star of your God, Remphan. Satan, okay? Now, in my Sapar, most pronounced Sefer or Sefer, uh, there are other books mentioned in, in, in your Bible 
but are not there. For instance, the book of Yasher, written Joshua, meaning the book of the just man, upright man, also known as the apocryphal. For one, that's for one, but it's mentioned and referred to three different times. Joshua 10, 13, 2 Samuel 1, 18, and 2 Timothy 3, 8. Now, they all mention the book of Joshua, but you don't have it in your Bible. Your Bible has 66 books, but the Safari that I have has 87 books. And there are 73 books in the Catholic Bible. The Ethiopian Bible, it's written, says, has 88 books. So, who's right? I mean, who told you that you only should have 66 books? Hmm? They took out the scribes. <laughs> Those who don't... <laughs> But they have, but they put more in, in their own. Think about that. All right, this is this is just a short message, and forgive me for stumbling <laughs> over things. <sighs> I just want to take a little rabbit trail right now. Now this is this was something this was something new to me. My son mentioned this to me a while ago, but I, you know, new to me. Did you know it is said that? A Catholic nun started the Muslim faith? Huh? That she met with Muhammad and became his wife? Did you know that's what that's that's what's said is written? These this includes allegations that Muhammad was manipulated by the Catholic Church to create Islam and destroy the Yahudi written Jews or Jews and other groups of followers of the true Messiah, Yahusha. Written the most called Jesus, and that Muhammad's first wife, Kardia Bint Kualid, was actually a Catholic nun in an Arabian monastery who was told by a bishop to marry Muhammad and create Islam. Have you ever heard that? Do your research. I hadn't either. And it's written that um, he was was manipulated by the Catholic Church to create Islam and destroy the Christians. But, you know, that can't be destroy the Christians because the Catholics consider themselves as Christians. Hmm. Something to think about, huh? They killed kill those that were called the way. The followers of the way. You look in your in your Bible, in your scriptures, over 27 times they're called their way. And only three times, two or three times is mentioned Christian. And that's way in the in at the end of the book, at the back of the book. The called out assembly, this the, the way, the Yaudi. This is something, this is just for you to think about. These are three little things for you to think about. Let's um, recap here. One, Edomites, is it important for us to know who they are? I'm saying, you know, 
If you read your Bible, the Bible purposely does not identify the Edomites, but will identify every other race. And why is that? And that is because Edomites were in Rome and Spain and Europe, and some were scribes and popes and bishops, the ones editing the scriptures, the ones taking out books that would identify them and that would clearly identify Yah's true people and Satan's true people. And then we also talked about, you remember, the, son, the sons of Cain are the Kenites. The descendants of Esau are the Edomites. And the star of David. You know, it's just, it was the 17th century when it became the symbol. Six-pointed star became the official symbol. And if you do your research in witchcraft and Satanism, that's what they use. The, the six-pointed star with the circle around it. <clears throat> I'm told it's very wicked with the circle around it. That's why I don't get into, they want to have, hold hands and have circle prayer. I don't do that. It's nowhere in scripture. That's another thing. Circle prayer, when did that come in? Nowhere in scripture did they hold hands in a circle and pray. <laughs> that's what, But that's what they do in witchcraft. When they want to cast a spell, they join hands. Now, there's, there's a place in the scripture where he mentioned, I can't remember where it was. He, he was cursing saying, you, and you go on with your gods and stuff like that. You go hand in hand. You know. So, we are supposed to put our hands up and connect with him. Why would we hold hands in a circle? I'm going, well, you don't know what kind of spirit that person has that you're holding hands with. Circle prayer is not scriptural. Holding hands to pray is not scriptural. So, something to think about. All right, beloved, that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have today. And um, I hope and pray that you're able to get something out of this. I really do. Father, take my mess and make it a treasure. One thing about it. I don't have to always be 100%. Even if I'm 2%, you're always 100%. And I'm depending on you. I'm not depending on myself. I'm depending on you to fix what's broken. And your, your anointing, your anointing breaks the yoke. And I pray that the eyes are taken off me and my delivery and on you, your word, what is true. And that... As I was invoked and pushed to make me want to study, I pray that I'm able to get them to go and research themselves. Thank you for your chosen few, the chosen few that you have baruch me with, blessed me with. Thank you, Baba Yah. In the name of Yah, above all names is Yah. Yahusha, Yahusha, the son of Yahuwah, he who is known to most as Jesus, the sacrificial lamb of Yah. Hallelujah. All right, beloved. Thank you for joining me here, tuning in again at A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we really, really do try to give you food for thought and something more to think about. Not just to 
tell you something maybe you haven't heard, but to give you the opportunity to to have a chance to know some to know the other side, both sides, and choose and open up to some truths that maybe. I mean, I'm not the only one. I'm not saying I'm the only one. But maybe if you weren't tuned to this channel, you might not hear it. Believe me, I'm not the only one. There are some great teachers out there. You know. Um, anyway. <laughs> Thank you. I digress. Thank you so much. And... Um, thank you. The new year that's coming. I know they say have new year now, but the, the middle of April, middle of March to April, actually in for the Uri is the first, is the new year. <laughs> it's food for thought. <laughs> yeah. All right. Until we meet again, beloved. Yeah, willing, of course. And... I live to do so. Shalom. Peace be with you. See you next time, beloved.